Hey everybody, welcome to the very first Minivan Man podcast. This is Al Madrigal by myself. I feel very alone. No Maserati, no Chris Spencer. Valid excuses for not being here. I'm going to handle the duties of the podcast by myself. We'll see how it goes. I'm going to talk about football. Why I can never play football again and how I need to go to the gym. I should go every day. Also, I'm going to talk about my spring break. We went to a place called the Mohonk Mountain House in the Catskills. It was fantastic. A little creepy, but fantastic. And we're going to read some of your emails. Uh, Minivan Men, starting now. Welcome to the very first Minivan Man podcast. That's right. No Chris Spencer, no Maz Jabrani, just me, Al Madrigal here from Minivan Men. Um, trying to get you a podcast every week, and this week we just couldn't coordinate. Um, Chris is very busy with the kids, and then Maz is in the Middle East and back, I think, later this week, so we're going to try to figure it out for next week. But wanted to get you something, and I have plenty to talk about, so figured I'd just do it on my own, and uh, we could definitely handle this. Uh, I am actually not in the best of shape right now. I um, played a football game yesterday, which at the age of 40 years old, not the best idea, but clinging to my youth, I decided I'm going to go out with the Daily Show football team, which is ridiculous, because we lose every single game. And I'm on the road constantly, so I paid this $85 to be a member of this team. I've got a T-shirt and a major neck injury out of the deal. Yesterday, go to the game, and I play catch with my son constantly. I love football. Can you explain my rationale behind joining the team? Never played football in high school. Played a lot of street football growing up in San Francisco. Love the sport. Crazy NFL fan. Have a son that loves the sport. We go on this thing called a football walk. So we we take the dog out, and with one hand, we just play catch around the block. I'm throwing a ball constantly. There's footballs here. I love football. Football team opportunity comes up. Why not? I'm on there, and I'll tell you why not. I'm 40, and everyone's 25. So anybody that age knows. Things completely break down at that point. So anyway, I'm playing really well. I had an interception for a touchdown. It's a co-ed game. I intercepted the ball away from a girl. Still counts. It's a pick six. I was very proud of myself. I didn't do any dancing and showboat. Ran it right in there. Put the ball down. I was excited. Uh, half shows up. I talk a lot of smack when I'm out there. I don't know what happens to me, and I think I've talked about this before on the podcast. I'm a crazy sports dad, and now I, when I'm playing the game, I talk a lot of trash. It's part of my game. I enjoy it. I don't know what I said. I was talking about they were complaining about me a little bit because I get a little touchy out there. So when a guy comes off the line of scrimmage, I check him a little bit, put my hands on his chest, stop him, you know, let him know I'm there. It's how I know where he is. Anyway, so I'm guarding somebody. I'm playing a defensive back position type of thing. Man-on-man coverage. And so um, they complained to the ref. So I was giving the guy the business about complaining. And I learned their names. I'm very annoying. I think I'm annoying out there. Anyway, so so annoying that I think they put a Saints bounty on me. Where they uh, must have talked at halftime. First of all, this team that we're playing couldn't have looked any nerdier, just like the most unintimidating football team you've ever seen. And 
I'm open. So the quarterback throws it low. I kneel down. And I remember the whole thing. I didn't black out. But somebody basically put their knee in my temple. And I saw stars. And it definitely, things were black for a second. It was one of those fake turf fields with the tar bits on there. So I had stuff all over my face, probably some drool. I was a mess. So I had to be helped off, stayed down for a little bit. And after just complaining to some of the girls on my team that I was too old to be doing this, and I felt I needed somebody to come in for me because I'm a substitute because I was so tired. And, um, yeah, just can't... uh, can't shake this headache I've got. I think I have a mild concussion. I went to work today, but have had a headache. The people were watching. My roommate's here in New York, and I, I'm not sure if I've explained my living situation, but I have roommates that live with this very nice couple, and um, they checked on me, and I can't shake this headache. Um, I've got uh, some ice here. My neck is pretty jacked up. Try to go to the gym today, uh, which may have been another mistake. I'm not making the best choices. After leaving work early today, that's how bad I felt. It's hot here in New York, so I, I don't know if it's – I feel just sort of sweaty and warm. I think I'm running a little bit of a fever. Everyone's saying, my wife, you, you got to go get checked out. But I just feel like there's nothing you can do for a mild concussion, and I'm going to go to – the doctor on Wednesday if I continue to feel bad. Anyway, I may have a mild concussion after playing football. So my question to you, and you can comment, and we're going to read some stuff from uh, minivanmen at Gmail uh, here in a bit, but i got to start working out on a regular basis. I've really taken some time off since I've been here because it's, um, it's tough in New York – I have this opportunity to work on the show. I have no kids and no wife and no excuse to like sort of go home. Me and my wife had a gym that we went to in, in Pasadena, California on a regular basis. And I felt like I was very fit. And for the last three months, I joined this gym, this Eastern Athletic Club. You can look it up. It's the one in Brooklyn. It's horrible. It maybe I mean, I complained today uh, because they, after giving – the guys on the other team grief about complaining. I complained at the gym. And I very rarely complain. But I think they have the oldest elliptical machines. Like somebody had invented the elliptical machine, and then they purchased it, and then they haven't upgraded since. That's That was my complaint. And, you know, I do it in a very funny way, and the guy was laughing. But paper-thin towels. Luckily, tonight I saw some young people um, – because everybody looked, and I tweeted this, but um, like they, they've been drawn by R. Crumb, like the oldest, saggiest people you've ever seen in your entire life work out at this gym. So it's not an inspiring gym to go to. I like to see fit people working out at a gym to be inspired to be fit, not these old. I don't want to be the most fit guy in the gym, and that's what it was feeling like when I went there. Um, and no one needs to be looking to me for inspiration. So I went to a class. I used to go to classes all the time and take the classes because that was just a way to get an hour in and get out of there and you know, disciplined, sort of like having a trainer, making you do stuff. They were playing 20s music. That's how old the people were. They were like catering to the audience that they had at this gym. So it's all Charleston. 
Horrible. So I, I haven't been going to the gym because it sucks. And I am I, I think I weigh more than I ever had. I, I'm trying this diet. Um, I thought I'd get out and play the football game, get some exercise. Uh, I'm just really feeling the effects of that. Obviously, down from my head, but my legs are sore. So my advice to everybody out there, and I, I have a lot of advice always unsolicited, but go to the gym, work out. Don't ever take a chunk of time off. I'm really vowing to go back and to get in shape. It's very easy. I think there's a website called 100pushupsaday.com. You look at that. I mean, it's so easy to do. You're watching television. You can do some sit-ups. You can go sit on the floor, at least stretch. Ugh. Because just once you let it go like that, it's just it's so hard to get back. It, it really is difficult. Well, let's take a break. Hopefully I don't have that much of a concussion, and I will update you next time. Um, But let's take a small break, and I'll come back, and I'll tell you about my spring break. All right. Yo, this is Chris Spencer. I know you guys are listening to us. You're laughing, and you're telling everybody about us, but we need you to rate it. So when you go on iTunes, rate us. Go down to where it says comments and say, hey, I think you're groovy. All right, uh, we are back. We are, excuse me, we are back. I'm used to the guys being here. This is the very first time. No one's been here. It's just me. I apologize for this again. Very difficult to coordinate. They were giving me the business uh, today over email when I said I'd love to. I, I really am militant about getting a podcast out every week, and so that's why we're forced to do this. But uh, it's very rare that this will happen. I, I, we miss the guys, obviously. <laughs> but I think they are giving me crap about taking over the podcast, which I could never do. I could never do the podcast without them. And you're seeing how this is going. But um, anyway, I had the kids here for the entire spring break. Uh, my wife and kids came to New York, picked them up, and they came out on the 5th. We actually we had somebody stay at our house, which was new to me. I'm not very trustful of people. Uh, sort of a germaphobe, which does not lend itself to having a house sitter. But we also have these this new little puppy named Vernon that um, I didn't want to send to a kennel and traumatize. So we had the, the babysitter for the kids stay at our house. And that seemed to go well, I guess. I don't know. Um, she slept in my daughter's room. People, I mentioned this to people at work, and they weren't concerned, but I just don't like anybody in my things. People also thought I was projecting, like, what would I do over somebody's house? I just don't, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I like my stuff to be sort of touched by, it's probably my own issues, but I'm not thrilled about people have, you know, using the bathroom excessively same bathroom I use. I'm just sort of grossed out by that. I'm a germaphobe. I'm sure it's my own problem. I'm sure a lot of other people feel this way. Um, so I'm not alone, but it just sort of grosses me out. I don't like using public restrooms. 
It's only in an emergency situation without going into too much detail, but definitely don't like people staying over my house and using my stuff. People, I uh, used to live in a little apartment in San Francisco, and I had some comedians come over when I first started comedy. And this guy said, do you mind if I use your bathroom for like, you know, to go, do you really use it? And I was like, sure, it's an 800-square-foot apartment. Like, no, I don't want you to use my bathroom. Go you go to a, a bar down the street or a liquor store or something, but God forbid you use my bathroom. It's horrible, but if you must, you must. Then he started clipping toenails into a gym bag. I swear to God, this happened. And this is a comedian that's still working today. Um, and then he saw I used to put little clippings. I just started doing comedy. I'd been doing comedy for six months and I put clippings on my refrigerator. And he said, do you mind if I write a joke based on one of those clippings? So he's got the, the dump, the toenail clippings, and then he's going to rip off my newspaper clippings. And I looked at him and I said, get out and never come back. And I haven't really talked to that guy to this day because that's how grossed out I am and pissed off I was by the combination of all of those things. Anyway, the kids are out. We immediately went up, and you got to look this place up. Uh, we went to Mohonk Mountain House, M-O-H-O-N-K. you got to check this out. It was built in 1869. Um, this guy and his brother, the Smiley family, I know all of this because they have stuff everywhere uh, about how it was built and when it was built. But in 1869, um, bought 280 acres for $25,000 really is one of the most beautiful areas I've ever been to. Um, in the Catskills, I had never gone up there. I'm from San Francisco, West Coast my entire life, so I've never experienced any of this stuff. It was about an hour and a half, rented a car, drove in New York, which I had never done before, took the family up George Washington Bridge through, went to this awesome outlet mall that people told us we had to stop to, packed Asian people lined up outside the coach store. My wife is half Asian, by the way, so it's okay for me to notice and mention this. Um, said, yo, you didn't know that was a thing. Asian people love coach. Didn't know that. Anyway, so we went to this outlet mall, and then we, um, it was a good one too. Barney's, Fergamo, Lacoste. You name the store, they had it at this place. Huge. It was like the Disneyland of outlet malls. I know that sounds like a nightmare for some people. But um, we got in. We were efficient. My wife got some really cool Adidas. Kids got a couple things from Crew Cuts. Anyway, so we um, we did that. We went up there. We had Easter. Um, D. Snyder from Twisted Sister was also vacationing there. I'm not sure if that's good or bad. Uh, but you got to look at some of the views. Went hiking. We took a rowboat out at one point. My son was just so excited. I'm not sure if anybody else's kids do this. and Maybe it's just my son. He's just like so happy to the point where he's literally like just skipping, singing, you know, really getting just the energy is off the charts when he's excited. So, and it's got to be all kids. It, um, very goofy. So we get this rowboat, and he's just dying to do the, you know, he wants to row. But I get us out there, and it's very windy. I used to row crew. I rode crew in high school, 
but I haven't been in a boat since. And so I'm out there and I sort of know what I'm doing. I get us all the way out. We go to the end, which is a pretty, if you see it in the pictures, Mohonk Mountain House dot com, I guess. And it's a big lake. So I go to the end and the wind kicks up and my wife is being the coxswain and saying, you know, left, right, 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 left, left. Um, which, you know, when you're about to hit rocks is, is helpful. But the wind picked up and I was a little worried that I was going to kill everybody or even not kill everybody, but get stranded out there. That would be the most humiliating thing. Because we went out in a paddle boat initially and went in a circle. And I looked at my wife and I'm like, if we can't even get away from the dock in this paddle boat, we either have a defective paddle boat or I'm trying to steer it too much. We need to take this thing back in and get into a rowboat. So we get in a rowboat, go out there. There's fish. They just stock the thing. with. So there's huge, I mean, it's got to be like a foot and a half trout that people are pulling out of there. It was just a great time. And let my son row. I'll try to post some pictures. I'll put some pictures on the Facebook page that you're able to see. So go to the Facebook page for some pictures of this. But had a really good time. Had a great, great time. It was sort of buffet style. Um, older rooms. Um, like it was built in 1869. It's an old, old room. But it had been remodeled at some point. But it was just it was beautiful. And um, really well kept, and the gardens were amazing. Wait till you see this place in the pictures. Um, and then they came back into the city. I had to work every day, but tried to skip out and come. We had um, dinner and just had a really good time in New York. They um, rode the subway. My kids are crazy about the subway. And it was sort of exhausting walking with them, but they went to the Met. They met some friends, and um, we had a good good break, and they left yesterday, and now I have a mild concussion. So there you go. That's that update. All right, so let's take another break, and I'll come back with some your emails. People are emailing, and we very rarely address those emails, um, but I'm going to right after this. So stay tuned, and um, thanks for listening to the one-man show here. All right. Guys, thanks for all the support. Make sure to go to Facebook and go to our page under Minivan Men and like us there. You can also find that page by going to our website, minivanmen.com, and clicking on the Facebook link. See you on Facebook. Okay, I am back. Um, see, I said it right this time. So gonna uh, we go to minivanmen at gmail.com on my iPad here and see what um, people are writing. Um, a- AJ from New Jersey. How you doing, AJ? Uh, writes, uh, hey, guys, I have listened to all the shows after finding out that uh, about the baby girl, or first my wife and I are having at the end of May, and just wanted to ask with all of the advice that people give, and you take willingly or not, what is the one piece of advice that you brushed off, but looking back, you should have listened to? Um, Thanks to all of you guys for every episode and something to laugh along to on my commute uh, to and from work. Thanks again, AJ from New Jersey. Now, I actually, I'm trying to think, the one thing, that the one screw-up that I think we made 
was kindergarten. Um, and I know that's a long way off you're having this baby girl. First of all, I'll say the most important thing for your own sanity is probably sleep training. Find a book. Um, there's actually a brand new baby girl in this house that they had a, a baby. It's about two weeks old. It's been seven pounds. It's here two rooms away right now. So I'm sort of giving all of this advice. And I'd say the most important thing is the, the sleep training um, finding a good book that um, people recommend and really making sure that you have your own space. Uh, you can already tell this little baby that I'm living with right now wants to be held. It's two weeks old and finds obviously finds the comfort in her parents. But if the baby cries and then they are picking it up every time it cries, obviously it's just going to keep crying until it gets picked up. So you have to be sort of tough and know that it's important for you to train the kid to be cool by himself. I mean, my son, for the longest time, had a hard time playing by himself. Always wanted me, daddy, 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 can you do it? And couldn't sit with Legos and ever play by himself or do anything by himself, which is tough. I mean, you, you got to get some stuff done. Um, but now it's really cool about going in the backyard and playing basketball by himself and stuff like that. But it, it takes a while and it takes a lot of time and work um, to do the sleep training. That's my, that's probably the best advice, AJ. Um, the other thing with kindergarten that we screwed up is like not planning for that because we kept our son in this Montessori school. It's a great school and that's why we kept him in there for too long. But then getting your kid into second grade is a lot more difficult than getting him into that entry level kindergarten because you're waiting for a spot to be opened up in the right school. So I'd say do all of that planning and apply for kindergarten with the rest of the you know, majority of the kindergartners. The other thing that we didn't do is we didn't hold our kid back. My kid is one of the, like the third youngest kid in his class and he has to work hard. I think everybody nowadays is holding their child back. So they have the advantage. This is something we've talked about on the show a little bit. Um, so that's something to consider. What's the birthday going to be? Where are they, you know, you want, you don't necessarily want them to be the youngest kid. But again, when you're applying to kindergartens as opposed to second and third grade, you have more of a choice. So um, there you go. Uh, let's look at a couple more of these. We have Carl who says, um, my wife has trapped me in suburbia, which is not so bad. I like it in a big backyard, fruit trees, something like that. You know, I love my suburban house. You have some legs in the city and um, – is still have your suburban home. It's not such a bad life, Carl, so don't complain about it too much. Uh, is determined to breed with me. It's a little weird. Um, and I can't begin to tell you how glad I am I found your podcast. Thank you. Anyway, here's a little travel tip. We were talking about travel tips a couple episodes ago. Um, I wear sandals with socks. That's even weirder. I don't care how stupid it looks. The speed and convenience is really nice. Plus... They aren't about to start looking at the bottom of your sandals. Well, you, you still have to take off your sandals, Carl, and you do look like an idiot. There's no way anybody can pull that off. I don't care if you're an old man that's just given up. Um, why don't you wear slip-on vans? I have slip-on vans that I like to wear at the airport, and that doesn't look lame, and it's just as easy. Um, 
I start to untie. I've been wearing, I, I travel quite a bit. I, I, I'm traveling almost every weekend. Maz, and that's why we're pretty good with the ta- travel tip. Maz and Chris, the same. I prefer to wear a cooler shoe. I don't see what the benefit is with this sandals and socks thing. It's just the lamest look. I mean, they made fun of that. I mean, they've been making fun of it. I'm trying to think. It was like Smokey and the Bandit made fun of that. <laughs> I'm trying to think like all it's such a classic like tourist um like if you're doing a caricature of a bad tourist Carl you'd put socks and sandals on them we wouldn't even let my dad wear socks and sandals because we're embarrassed to be with him in public and I'm not going to be the guy wearing this stuff. I don't care how convenient it is. I would rather wear Doc Martens laced all the way up than wear socks and sandals. So I think your travel tip sucks. Uh, One more, and then we'll go. Let's see what this last one is going to be. Matt in South Carolina says, "Um, I'm a stay-at-home dad. I've been enjoying your podcast. Thank you, man. Um, recently you guys have been moving away from dad issues and more into your jobs. Well, we are three. I mean, we do have unique jobs, Matt. And, uh, we're talking about pilot seasons, like major events for us. Anyway, it's a mix, but what I just really sort of talking about ourselves and our, our issues. And a lot of those are career related. Anyway, um, Matt writes that there's a movie coming out um, called uh, What to Expect When You're Expecting based on that book. Um, he just watched the trailer and it pissed him off because um, he's basically saying it's more of the life sucks when you're having a kid mentality. It's um, So it uh, basically brainwashing society out of parenthood. Um I, you know what? Our good friend is in that movie. I just realized uh, Amir Talai and uh, Chris Rock is in it. It it looks Brooklyn Decker, Dennis Quaid. It's got it's one of those like Valentine's Day where it's just like a ton of people in it. So there's just a, a ton of actors in one big movie. And um, I don't know. I thought it sort of looked funny, but. It, I don't think it's brainwashing. I mean, I think they're doing all this stuff for comedic effect, and it's just like dads warning other dads. Like, and I do a lot of it in my act, you know, and, and uh, one of the big things in my act is uh, I say, don't give any your phone number to anybody or um, because, you know, you end up matched up with others. So it's just laying out those ridiculous rules that dads or guys come up with. And and that's sort of – it's sort of like our our – podcast so it's i don't know it's um weird that you say you love our podcast or you hate the movie i obviously i'm basing this all on like a minute trailer that i saw but um everybody check it out i think we're actually going to we've been asked to do work for that movie on dvd extras so um i don't know we'll see i am gonna watch it but um if it does suck, and uh, I, w- I will definitely say it sucks when we're on the DVD extras, and I'll call them on all of their um, ridiculousness. Um, if we're basing this all on a trailer, let's go. I guess we'll see the movie. You know what we'll do? We'll, I'll review the movie, and um, 
we'll see if it, it it's actually good. All right, my concussions kicking in, and uh, that's it. That's uh, that's all I got. Anyway, I'm um, I think I'm running a fever. This could be the last anyone hears from me. All right, thank you very much, everybody. I'll uh, I'll talk to you soon for Masha um, Brani, Chris Spencer. I'm Al Madrigal. Take care. All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites. There's thechrisspencer.com, masjobrani.com, and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks. Thanks.